0: The Coming to you from Clemson, South Carolina, it's Hot Takes with your hosts, Juan and Eric.
1: And we to start off the episode this week, we had three hot-button uh, sports news topics. We have DJ Durkin being reinstated as the head coach of Maryland and then fired after his reinstatement. The Boston Red Sox beat the LA Dodgers in five games to win the 2018 World Series. And we also had the Texans and Broncos engaging in a trade that sends Demarius Thomas to the uh Texans in exchange for a fourth round pick the two teams also swapped seventh round picks in that trade.
0: All right, and we're going to be starting with one of those topics real quick, just a quick follow up on what happened in the World Series. Eric, we actually had the privilege, well, I myself but as a show we had the privilege of going up to Boston in Fenway Park and doing a live analysis of the game. Um unfortunately you couldn't come with me, but I had a grand old time. The Red Sox ended up pulling out a great win there and that's basically what this world series was was just the red sox doing a little bit more than the dodgers just Mm -hmm. to get out the victory
1: yeah and it's not too often that the best team in any sport usually wins you know what i mean you usually in nhl you've got the president's trophy and that team doesn't often win save for i think like uh, 2015 Chicago and I think Pittsburgh one of the last times they wanted it, but it's not something that happens where the best team throughout the regular season just steamrolls through everybody in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, I don't Boston didn't steamroll everybody, but they steamrolled the Dodgers.
0: They did, and um, the Red Sox were dominant on the road, only mm-hmm. having that one loss in Game Three, a doubleheader, if you will, with it being an 18-inning affair. Mm-hmm. Um, they won all three of their series on the mm-hmm. road as well. Not a single series was clinched in Boston, in. Seeing it in person, you could just tell the difference, not just by the hitting of the Boston Red Sox, but bullpenning, if you will, which has been popular over the last two years, just clearing out the bullpen, just having every guy ready in the playoffs. The Red Sox have taken full advantage of it, and they seem to be like a team to beat for the next years to come.
1: Yeah, Alex Corr has definitely turned that team into a powerhouse. And that's
0: three straight, if you you know don't count Bobby Valentine, three straight Red Sox managers who in their first year won the World Series. So Red Sox could be dangerous. But we're moving on now to the NFL with some action tonight here. 8:20. You've got the Raiders on the road facing the 49ers. Both teams only have one win. How do you think this one's going? They're both so bad. They are. Um, the Raiders are less injury prone, but they've traded everybody. So you know,
1: I do, I do <laughs> kind of want to harp on one thing for a minute before I make my pick. Leave Derek Carr alone, unless you trade him. Well, it's too no, late. No, no, now. I, I trade mean him like leave him sure. alone, like. Who cares if he cried? Who cares? There's no crying in baseball, Eric. You're saying if a grown man feels pain, he's not allowed to cry? I'm not saying
0: that. But I'm saying given the machismo that there is in sports and like how there's a majority male audience. You see guys, gonna... you
1: see guys getting carted off the field with torn ACLs all the time in tears. Odell Beckham Jr. last year crying when he was carted off. Yeah, It happens all the time. I don't see why everybody's making a big deal about this one.
0: I don't know. Because Uh, he
1: came back into the game, so it wasn't that bad of an injury. doesn't mean it didn't hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. That's just the culture of sports. Leave the dude alone. It's a
1: frustrating time. He's getting hurt. He's an injury-prone guy. Leave him alone. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Leave Derek Carr alone. I, I, I just watched, you know last week first take with Stephen a smith and max keller See,
0: that's your first mistake is listening well, to steven yeah
1: a. no i know no 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 no. i'm not like listening to it. i'm saying like they talked <laughs> about Derek carr crying for 15 20 minutes and i'm like who cares it's not that big a deal let it go like, just let it go let the dude be if he cries <laughs> he cries the end All right. gosh uh give me the 49ers
0: <laughs> give me the raiders uh i don't know i just don't trust the 49ers i don't like cj
1: bethard and um uh, no one does no one doesn't but no one likes the raiders john gruden's a dummy trust the process
0: no (laughs) give me the Raiders all right then going to our Sunday action one o'clock you got the Chicago Bears facing the Buffalo Bills Bears at four and three right now and they're the 10 point favorites yeah any
1: disagreements no uh Mitchell Trubisky is a better quarterback than every single quarterback on the Bills roster right now dating back (laughs) to yeah dating back even uh so give me the Bears I agree. Give me the Bears.
0: The Bears show promise. I think that they have a good shot at making a wild card run this year. Yeah, for sure. One o'clock here. You got the Chiefs facing the Browns. The Browns. This is another huge thing that we didn't cover at Fired the beginning. Fired their head coach. Head coach
1: and offensive and, coordinator. Yeah. So. An In interesting talk of the town. Dabo Sweeney's name has been tossed around as the Cleveland Browns head coaching replacement. I had not heard this news. It's Ooh. just... It's just kind of an early rumor right now And I doubt there's that much validity behind it And even if Even if teams were Even if the Browns were discussing reaching out to him I don't think that's a position that Dabo would venture out to take Uh, Money is money Yeah, but I mean He also just built like a palace down here So Um, That's besides the point The Browns uh, Had it seemed like they had it together for about two weeks there Uh, And now they don't again Um, But either way The Chiefs are, are too good are too good for the Browns. Patrick Mahomes.
0: Too good as well. One discussion point I want to cover here. Do you think that the Browns handled this situation correctly? Hugh Jackson over the past two seasons, not including this one, was a combined 1-31. and This season, they got Baker Mayfield. They had a promising team. Do you think giving them that one last chance was the right move, or do you think
1: they should have gotten rid of him in the offseason? I think you give a... They put a foot in the right direction. Mm-hmm. In this offseason, in the beginning of the season, so I don't have any issue with how they handled it. Okay. Um, I do agree that it can bring a little bit of turmoil and, and craziness to a team doing this in the middle of the season, but if you look at Cleveland's record, playoffs are already kind of a long shot anyway. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of scrap the season now, give the guys these last, what, uh, eight? Eight? Is it nine weeks. Yeah, nine weeks. these last nine weeks to to get used to a new system and a new coach, where it doesn't, where the stakes aren't that high and it doesn't matter too much. So I, I like the decision and I support it.
0: I agree with you, but I just feel like having that midseason turmoil. If you were a playoff contending team, awful. Yeah, awful. But, but
1: they're not, so I don't have an issue with it. They're not.
0: So as it is, Hugh Jackson. I'm not sure if he will be missed. I'm not sure if he'll be missed as much as Tyron Lue, if you could even call him a coach rather than LeBron's hype man. But Cleveland, in general, is just going through a reformation here. So, yeah. we will see. Moving on then. 1 o'clock. You got the New York Jets going on the road to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins three-point favorite at home.
1: Yeah, and, and and I like the Dolphins in this one. The Dolphins are that kind of team that's middle of the road, but you can never underestimate them. Or, I mean, they can beat you mm-hmm. uh, at that 4-4 four and four record. and. I think the Jets still have a long way to go with Sam Darnold and figuring out that whole system before they kind of come back into the limelight. And so give me Ryan Tannehill and the Dolphins.
0: Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'll give the edge here to Sam Darnold. I feel like Darnold is the more promising character here. I feel like the Jets are more complete. The Dolphins to me have been too They are, polarized. but they're not
1: there yet.
0: They're not there yet, but I think they'll be there this week. They're
1: one of those teams that's in progress. They're like the Browns, but not as bad. Exactly.
0: Ah, give me the Jets. Give me the Jets for the slight upset. Moving on, then 1 o'clock still here. you got the Detroit Lions going on the road to face the Vikings. Vikings are 4-3-1. Surprisingly
1: mediocre. Surprisingly mediocre. And versus what we expected. Exactly. From Detroit. Uh but either way um i do like Kirk cousins a lot and with adam thielen on his side and that's a that's a connection all day um so just because of of that i'm going to go with the vikings carry on johnson has been very effective uh moving the ball for lions the lions despite his low touchdown count he's moved it well when he's had the ball he mm-hmm. hasn't had to go, he hasn't had the chance to get in the end zone much but he shows promise as that new running back there for Detroit, but give me Minnesota in this one. Matt Patricia
0: got rid of Golden Tate. Yeah. So Stafford has Dummy. one less connector there. So I think the Vikings are just going to outperform Quick, name
1: a receiver on the Detroit roster. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well,
0: we'll see. I think the Vikings have got it definitely at home here just because of that lack of offense for Detroit. Yeah. One o'clock then. You got the Atlanta Falcons going on the road to facing a uh, division leading Washington
1: Redskins. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> um, Atlanta can't score. Atlanta is not good. Uh, I don't know what happened to them. Um, give me the skins.
0: I agree. Cannot disagree with you there. Atlanta's not good in the red zone. They don't seem to be good past the 50-yard line. The Redskins should be able to dominate just by the fact that they can finish drives. So Redskins with the win. 1 o'clock here. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going on the road to face a 5-2 Panthers team. The Panthers surprisingly playing well right
1: now. So I'm going I'm to take the Panthers outright, but I want to talk about the Buccaneers for a minute. Okay. Jameis Winston. Do you keep him? Do you trade him?
0: I, they still, they have to um, complete his rookie contract. It's at the end of this year that, after this year, that they can opt out and trade him. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about when when it gets to that point, do you, do you keep him or do you, do you trade him? My thing is, my thing is with this situation, that opt out, that early one year opt out is null if he gets injured. So do you play him this year, risking that injury to where you don't have that
1: option? I mean, we saw last week after throwing a plethora of interceptions, they went with Fitzmagic again. Um, I don't know. I, I, I say trade him. I be, don't see any future with Jameis Winston being on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't see a future for him. But who's going to take him? He's a quarterback that has never really played to his potential and plagued by off-field issues. Not as much as... The Raiders.
0: Have. The Raiders. The Raiders are about to get rid of Derek Carr. My firm belief is that they will get rid of Derek Carr. Start anew. John Gruden, I feel like, is the right coach for Jameis Winston. A hard-ass, just like um Jimbo
1: Fisher. Honestly, if the Giants get rid of Pat Shermer over the offseason like mm-hmm. they should, I see Jameis fitting well with the Giants. That'd be interesting as well. because Do you if, think if he if you has break- that accuracy to get to Odell and the other wide receivers? He does. This what what, what The reason I say that is because that spares the Giants from having to waste a draft pick on a quarterback, and they can go out and get those offensive linemen that they need. Oh,
0: they desperately need those offensive linemen. If you're going to
1: bring in a quarterback, you need to be able to protect him. If they bring in a Justin Herbert, even though I know he's planning on staying at Oregon, even if he went and the Giants bring in a Justin Herbert— Three weeks into the season, he's going to have a broken rib. Well, here's the thing as well with Jameis
0: Winston. If he did go to the Giants, he's a mobile quarterback. So, as good as an offensive lineman you need, he can get out of pressure situations. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why they need to move
1: on from Eli Manning. But we'll get to that in a minute. Panthers. Panthers. Outright.
0: One o'clock here still. Pittsburgh Steelers facing the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, the home favorite. Three points.
1: Do you see that happening? No, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. Um... James Conner has been outstanding. Oh, man. He's been amazing.
0: Le'Veon Bell's returning <clears> soon. <throat> Who do you start in He that... still
1: has another two weeks before he has to play.
0: Yes. Well, next week's the bye week, and then they play Cleveland. Yeah. So, when it comes back, right now, Le'Veon Bell, who's been really I a problem. I, I think
1: you do kind of what New Orleans is doing with Ingram and Kamara, and you split. Just split the load. I don't think there's any reason to punish James Conner because Le'Veon's come back. 127
0: carries, 599 yards, nine touchdowns so far.
1: Those are awesome numbers. Uh, and Le'Veon's still really good. They're going to be able to put up similar numbers. I'm, they need to both see a fair amount of action if and when Le'Veon Bell decides to come back.
0: I agree. I feel like Pittsburgh's successes are going to depend on that run game opening up options for the passing game. Yeah. Give me the Ravens at home though. Give me the Ravens at home. I think that, honestly, that the Ravens are a solid team, and I think that they're my favorites at this moment to win the AFC North. All right, getting out of the land of 1 o'clock, going to 4.05 here. you got the Houston Texans picking up that huge deal, getting Demarius Thomas, giving Deshaun Watson more action there. And
1: they've won five straight.
0: Facing Demarius Thomas' old team yeah. in the Denver Broncos. And I
1: see no reason why they don't move to six straight. Uh, everything's kind of clicking with Texas offensively and defensively. The only hitch I'd say is still with that offensive line that they just have to get figured out. Uh, Deshaun Watson's getting beat up. You can't let him sit back there and get beat. What's he up. have? Like
0: a bruised rib and a punctured lung, something like that. Yeah. He
1: took a, he took a 12 hour bus ride to one of their away games because he couldn't handle the altitude of being on a flight because his lung was screwed up. Oh, crazy. Um, But that kind of dedication is amazing. But I'm going to go with Houston to move to six straight, especially with the addition of Demarius Thomas to kind of fill that gap that Will Fuller is going to leave with a torn ACL. I completely agree. If Deshaun Watson stays healthy, The Texans are a Super Bowl contender if Deshaun Watson can stay healthy and they can protect him any amount better than they are right now. J.J. Watt, Jadavio and Clowney. Those guys stay healthy. They're loaded on defense. They've got it. And they just just... got DeAndre Hopkins, Demarius Thomas, uh, Braxton Miller, like... They've got options. They, yeah. Deshaun Watson has options for days. The offensive line is the only piece missing. I still think, I still stand by my uh, belief that Bill O'Brien needs to be given the boot. Um, Do you bring back Wade Phillips? Because he would answer those offensive line issues. You bring back anything that's going to help your offensive line and you try and keep as much. You That's the uh. only thing. Keep everything the same. Just get rid of the offensive line. and Or not get rid of but, but Make it better. Yeah,
0: make it Improve better. Improve it. All right. I agree with you. Texans for the win this week. Moving on then four or five matchup here again, you got the Los Angeles Chargers at a sneaky 5-2 facing the Seattle Seahawks at 4-3. Seattle the one-point favorite at CenturyLink at home.
1: That's a tough field to play at. Um, this would be a big win for Seattle. This is kind of a make or break game mm-hmm. in terms of them possibly pushing for wildcard this season. Uh, the Chargers are sitting pretty right now. Um, but give me the Seahawks in the 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 kind of desperation of this game to start trending in the right area as we near playoffs.
0: I I can't firmly believe in the Seahawks. So I think that they are. Destined- oh, I can't either.
1: Des- Defensively, they're full of holes. But yes. I think they'll come out with an intensity this game because this this game is they're, they're at a crop they're they're at a fork in the road. Mm-hmm. You go this way and you keep going the road you're going and you, and you go this way you got a chance. So I think they're going to come out with a, an an intensity and a fire and I think they'll get it done in a close one.
0: Give me the Chargers. They're way too hot right now. Phillip Rivers is having one of his best seasons so far. He's had over 2,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. He's just amazing stats so far by Phillip Rivers. Chargers keep rolling in my mind. 425 mm. matchup here. The only undefeated team. The 8-0 Los Angeles Rams facing
1: the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome. This is a really good game right here. This is a fantastic game. This is going to be a really hard game for LA to win, but I think they can do it. The They're one-point road favorite. They have so many weapons. They do, Gurley, Cup, Cooks, Goff. It's insane. You named all those wide receivers, and their leader
0: this year for receiving is Robert
1: Woods. Yeah, it's they're mm. stacked across the board. Give me the Rams, moving to nine and zero. Ooh, I might regret this. Hard disagree. Drew Brees is having a fantastic
0: year this year, and I think he will be the reason that the Rams have a one in that loss column right there. Give me the Saints at home. Moving on then to our Sunday night matchup here. This is another fantastic
1: matchup. Why why, why, why was Rams Saints not Sunday night?
0: Because you have Rodgers versus Brady. These are two surefire Hall of Famers. Who's to
1: say Goff-Breeze isn't a good game? <laughs> it's a good game, but run. it's not Sunday
0: night good. This Packers, isn't
1: either. The Packers are not that good.
0: Packers on the road. Foxborough to face <clears throat> the New England Patriots. Patriots, easy, boring game. <laughs> That's firmly how you believe it? I think Aaron Rodgers is going to come out to play.
1: I don't think Green Bay as a unit is good enough to even bother and compete in Foxborough right now. Four weeks ago, people were running off the Patriots. Yeah, but the Patriots always do that at the beginning of the season. The Patriots always stumble somewhere in their first six games, and then everybody's like, oh, no, the Patriots are bad. And they run around and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> it happens <laughs> every single time. I can only hope that Patriots.
0: Patriots. <clears throat> I agree. The Patriots are the more complete team this year. The Packers are riddled with injuries. Clay Matthews is being flagged every other play. Rodgers is hurt. That's the reason. That's the reason why it's obviously going to be the Patriots. But they're only a five-and-a-half point favorite. So, give me the Patriots. Be cautious of this matchup. This will be a fun game in my mind. Then, going on to our last game of the week, you've got Monday Night Football here, Titans, Cowboys. This one's pedestrian in my mind.
1: It is. Um, I don't even want to pick. Uh, <laughs> you can get a ticket for at low as $5. Wow. Give me the Cowboys.
0: I agree. Give me the Cowboys. I just don't think the Titans are good enough. Um, just
1: because of Jerry
0: World. Jerry World makes all the difference in the world. All right, then, but... That (laughs) rhymes. With that, we have the Bengals, Colts, Giants, Eagles, Cardinals, and Jaguars on a bye. We say bye to the NFL and move on, then, to college football. Tonight, we got a little bit of ranked action here. The Temple Owls going on the road to face an overly low-ranked UCF Knights.
1: The committee made it clear... They need to schedule tougher opponents. How can you schedule tougher opponents? you're if out you of have com- to- you're out of conferences. they you tried have- North Carolina and they got hurricaned out. I know, but I'm <laughs> saying that that's unfortunate. North Carolina's garbage. okay yes they are. anyway you need UCF needs to go out and play in Oklahoma. Or a West Virginia or an Ohio State. I would love that. Or an Auburn again. I would love that. I no, that's like... what, I'm saying that's what they need to do. I'm not taking anything away from UCF. I think they're as good as their past 2021 20, game shows. Mm-hmm. But they need to play a tougher schedule. Yes,
0: they do. They absolutely do. But that being said, let's say we have chaos happen over these next four weeks. Let's say that it's two one-loss teams at the top. Uh, sorry, two undefeated, a one-loss team, and then a bunch of two-loss teams. An undefeated UCF. If you put in a two-loss team,
1: I think by putting them at twelve, the committee showed that UCF needs a lot to go their way in order to make this playoff, and I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think maybe if they go, you know, maybe if they go three straight undefeated seasons, maybe that maybe maybe it'll work out.
0: <laughs> but then you're setting a precedent for prior I know, I, seasons. I'm, 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 I'm,
1: it's wrong. I understand, but you've got to look at it as like you've got a conference that is relatively unproven. Against Power Five, except for the fact that UCF went out and beat Auburn last year, which I still don't think they're getting enough credit for that win. They're not. However,
0: they because it was a fan handling. At their
1: schedule compared with the schedule of Alabama, Clemson, LSU, and Notre Dame, Save Alabama. even Notre Dame has, even Alabama plays an SEC schedule. I don't care <laughs> what you're looking at. I'm, I don't want to be one of those SEC people.
0: But they haven't played the top two guys yet. Alabama plays eight
1: SEC teams. I guarantee you almost every single one of those eight teams would beat most teams on UCF's schedule. They
0: backloaded their schedule, though, by having LSU and Auburn
1: within the last four weeks of the season. I know, but my point is, pick almost any SEC team that Alabama plays year in and year out, and they will beat every team on UCF's schedule. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That's the point. UCF has to show up and beat a team that's tough to beat. They need two big out of conference games per year make it happen UCF I want to see it happen because I believe in you that's the only piece that they're missing anyway is good
0: games but give me UCF UCF at home moving on then to some Friday night ranked action here you had the Pittsburgh Panthers facing the Virginia Cavaliers Virginia ranked for the first time in a while here yeah they're the front runners of the ACC Coastal what (laughs) does Pittsburgh play, play spoiler here
1: uh, I don't think so Virginia has a lot going for them They have a chance to compete with Clemson In the ACC Atlantic this year um, In the ACC Clemson out of the Atlantic yes. Virginia out of the Coastal In the ACC Championship um, I think that's big for Virginia Having a home game on a Friday night That's something that gets the crowd really into it Having a weird kind of day And you pack the stadium full on a Friday night mm-hmm. um, So give me the Cavaliers To keep on moving and as a Tiger fan, I would like Virginia to win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh is just not a complete enough team this year in my mind. Virginia has really proven to be good, and Bronco Mendenhall has done some impressive yeah, stuff I, with these
1: Cavaliers. I liked the hire when they made that choice a few years ago, and I like the progress that he's made with this team, turning them into a national contender. Um, Or a a conference contender. We'll get to that maybe down the road.
0: Down the road there. But, you know, some fruits are bearing on this tree that he has
1: planted. I mean, they're in line to win a division, so.
0: We'll see how it goes. Moving on then to our Saturday. Oh, I didn't pick there. Uh, Virginia. Virginia. Moving on then to our Saturday action here. Louisville going on the road to Death Valley, South Carolina, facing the Clemson Tigers. Clemson 8-0 and 19 straight weeks now where the college football playoff rankings have been out that they've been in the top four here. Clemson the 39 and a half point favorite over under 61 here
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be ugly uh, I think this is gonna be uglier than the game at Florida State last week um, with the home crowd behind Clemson this week it's gonna get ugly uh but that doesn't mean the Tigers can't make anything out of this game um, to improve on their game Tigers need to start quick they've they've Yes, They have not been strangers to slow starts. You look mm-hmm. at Clemson's first quarters, and they're slow to get moving. Uh, once they do get moving, I mean... Offensively. You, you look, they, Clemson scored about 55, 50-something points in about 30 minutes of that Florida State game. It was 59. Yeah, yeah they scored all of their points in about 30 minutes of that mm-hmm. game, uh, which is incredible. Now, imagine if Clemson played from the start up to what? In the mid-third, late-fourth, when they start taking their starters out. Imagine if they played, you know, 45, 50 minutes mm-hmm. with first and second team guys in there, what they could do to a team. So that's what Clemson needs to do to move on, to to, to find a way to make something out of this week and what should be a very, very easy win for the Tigers.
0: Is Clemson the clear contender against Alabama?
1: Absolutely. Uh, over the past three weeks, they've played Clemson football. They've been beating people. They've shown that they can beat people on the ground and beat people in the air. Uh, Clemson is the most complete team outside of Alabama in college football right now
0: if they stay healthy. Interesting to see how the road continues for Clemson. Give me the Tigers as well at home.
1: Moving on now, we got another Nooner, some Big Ten action. Nebraska taking on Ohio State.
0: Ohio State, um, 18-point favorite here. I I don't think that there's going to be really too much competition.
1: No, I think Ohio State's going to take a lot of frustration from that Purdue loss out on Nebraska, and I think it'll get ugly.
0: Yeah, poor Nebraska having to face Ohio State after a bye week. Yeah, eba. Moving on then, 12 o'clock here. Syracuse, number 19, going on the road to face Wake Forest. ACC's got a lot of teams there in that 19-25 spot.
1: Yeah, they've got three between 19 and 21.
0: So, do you think Wake plays a bit of spoiler here at home?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Wake Forest hasn't proven to be as good as they looked at the start of this season. They looked like a team that was going to be really improved to, to possibly come out and compete for a division title there. Um, but it turns out Syracuse is a really good football team. Wake Forest is still that kind of middle-of-the-road ACC team. Um, so give me give me Syracuse on the road.
0: Give me Syracuse as well. Um, their two losses being the Clemson game and the game after the Clemson game. I feel like they faced a bit of A little hangover. bit of hangover, for yes. sure. Hangover. They, Having that game they should have won. Honestly. Yeah,
1: and then they came back and won that shootout against NC State last week
0: that's what it really impressed me this year. They start out the year amazingly. Last week against NC State, they proved that they can ball out with a lot of good teams. Yeah. So, give me Syracuse here just absolutely outscoring Wake Forest. I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the difference. Yeah.
1: We have another noon game here. SEC action, number 20, Texas A&M, traveling to Jordan-Hare Stadium to take on the Auburn Tigers. This game is going to be tough to call. I, I, I was looking at it earlier, and I was having a hard time picking who I think would win this one.
0: Auburn's the four-point favorite. Both of these teams are 5-3. Mmm.
1: I'm going to go with A&M off the fact that I think Kellen Mond is a little bit more consistent than Jarrett Stidham. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're going to get out of Stidham until you're there playing. Um, So, give me A&M for that reason.
0: Give me A&M as well. I think that Kellen Mond, like you said, is the reason here. He's more consistent, all that fun stuff. And just overall... They have a better offense. Auburn, in my mind, has a better defense. Mm-hmm, yeah, but if you don't have your offense performing, what, what does it do? This to you? is
1: going to be one of those classic, you know, like nineteen to thirteen low-scoring yes. SEC games.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, how I see it. But I agree with you, Texas A&M for the win.
1: Another nooner. We've got Iowa State taking on Kansas. First thing I want to ask you is, what business does Iowa State have being ranked? That I, I, that, that was the. That's Outside Iowa's- of UCF being placed at 12, I, I don't, this is the only move that I just don't get.
0: I feel like after. <laughs> Why are you
1: ranking a four and three Iowa State? I just don't understand. Uh, I don't know either.
0: But can we give a shout out to Kansas here having three wins so far I in know, the season?
1: what the heck? Kansas has proven that they can win football games, but they won't beat Iowa State. But they won't. Or maybe they will. Iowa State's <laughs> I You know, I love Kansas to beat uh, Iowa State, but I, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: Iowa State's thing is to win against teams in that an they, upset they, fashion they, in
1: October. They beat teams that they're not supposed to beat and then lose to teams that they're supposed to beat. Give me the Cyclones.
0: I agree. Iowa State. Moving on then. three thirty matchup here.
1: Three thirty matchup here.
0: Interestingly enough, a top 10 SEC matchup.
1: Yeah, you know, I was looking at this one earlier and on paper... Wow, what a good game. Yeah. But think about it. Georgia's dominant on the line of scrimmage. Yes. Georgia has Jake From. Yes. Kentucky has Benny Snell and what? Benny Snell. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't even feed Benny Snell enough. They don't. So give me Georgia. This game decides. The SEC East. Yes.
0: This is the de facto SEC East championship yeah. game.
1: The the team that wins this pretty much rides. Yeah, well, I mean, SEC, no, no, no. I mean,
0: just how it rolls right here, just based off tiebreakers and all that stuff, the winner of this game wins the SEC East. Yeah. This is the game.
1: Uh, and I think it's going to be Georgia. I think we're going to see a rematch in Atlanta.
0: I would love to see an upset here. I would love for chaos to ensue I, and engulf I, Don't the get me wrong, I SEC. would too,
1: but I don't see any way Kentucky beats Georgia. Georgia's only a nine-point favorite.
0: I don't know if that's underselling Georgia or just I think Georgia wins. Kentucky. I think Georgia wins
1: by two scores or more.
0: I, I agree. I agree. I don't see a way that Kentucky wins this game. Would love it, but I don't see they it. They might
1: hang around for a little while. Just off the intensity of the game, having the home crowd behind them. But That's
0: right. They do have the home crowd. We'll see. We'll it, won't, see it won't
1: carry over into the fourth.
0: It won't, but give me Georgia. Watch this game.
1: Moving on now, we got another three thirty matchup. Big 12 this time. West Virginia traveling to take on Texas. If Texas wins this game, the Big 12 is
0: out of the playoffs. No. They have Oklahoma still. But it really dampens their chances. Do you think that happens? Do you think Texas gets the win to prove that they're back, if you will?
1: Um, I do, but at this point, what does it mean? The Big 12 is pretty much out of the playoff, barring some chaos. Especially these two teams are out of the playoff. I'd say Oklahoma is the Big 12's only shot. So it really doesn't matter for that much, but I do think Texas is a better team at this point in time, and I do think they'll beat West Virginia.
0: Well, here's where this matchup does matter a bit, is that the Big 12 is one of the... It's the only conference, actually, where... The two top teams play the conference championship. Yeah, yeah.
1: No divisions. No divisions.
0: So, this game holds that way because the winner of this game will more than likely face Oklahoma in the championship game.
1: Yeah, but even if they beat Oklahoma, you'd need a lot yeah. to happen in order for one of these teams to make it into the playoff. You I would. think it's a long shot. Uh, either way, though, Texas.
0: West Virginia, in my mind. I think West Virginia's got it. Just more complete in my mind, even though they faltered the past two weeks. Moving on then, three thirty matchup here. You got Iowa, number sixteen team in the nation, going on the road to face Purdue. Purdue, big loss after a big win. Purdue is kind of that middle of the road team. Do they pull off another upset, if you will, here? Even though they're the three point favorite.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I think there's a lot of heat that rides that Ohio State Purdue game. Um, this one doesn't mean as much, and Iowa's a really solid team, it's not a night game, it's not going to be as intense, the crowd's not going to be quite as amped up, so look for Mm -hmm. Iowa to get, I guess, to the line, an upset.
0: Yep, well, I will say one thing, Purdue has the advantage wide receiver-wise, just by the fact that Iowa, I mean Purdue has Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore was an absolute talent, and he had his coming-out party against Ohio State.
1: I mean, don't forget about DJ Knox running the ball either. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Purdue, Purdue is talented. Purdue could be a very good team. They are a good team, um, but I, I just don't think they've got all the pieces set where they need to be as a unit yet, and I think Iowa's got everything going their way.
0: I don't know. Uh, give me Iowa. It's a toss-up for me. This game really is a toss-up in general just based on the line, but give me Iowa for the road winning.
1: Moving on now, got another 330. ACC action. Florida State hot off their worst loss in program history, taking on NC State. The good
0: news for Florida State is you can only go up from there, (laughs) or you can go more down. um nc state's a talented team um they're a nine point favorite at home and i think that's kind of underselling it just based on how badly florida state played
1: yeah i think nc state's going to get it done i think nc state has a lot to prove after taking two losses in a row one to clemson and then that one to syracuse the week after uh that's going to ride heavy on nc state and they're not going to let a team like florida state beat them
0: i agree i agree um nc state's just too much in my mind too much in my mind Florida State's not going to be able to defend against a really strong NC State defensive line, even though they're missing a lot of pieces from last year. All right, then, 345 matchup here. Big 10, 14 Penn State on the road to number five, Michigan. And first thing I want to ask you, is Michigan overranked in your mind?
1: mm five,
0: Number five, they're one, theoretically, next week if the playoff started, they're one spot away from taking it into the playoff.
1: Let me ask you, I'm, instead of answering, I'm going to dodge your question with another question. Oh, boy. Who would you put at the five spot instead? Georgia. Georgia? Yes. Even after that loss, Georgia took?
0: Yes, Georgia took a bad loss. But they they play a tougher schedule than Michigan has at this point. I feel like Michigan is not deserving of that five spot, even standing undefeated in the Big Ten. They're undefeated. They're 5-0 and and they're 7-1. and
1: well, the thing is, this is that part of the Michigan schedule I, I think they're fine where they're at right now At five, because this is the part of the schedule Where we learn what Michigan's made of If Michigan beats Penn State, Michigan beats Ohio State Then sure, they're deserving of it But if they don't, they'll get dropped This is a week where it doesn't really matter that Michigan's at five uh, If they lose, they'll drop If they win, they won't um, I do think that Michigan is uh, A good enough team to get it done They've seemed to have it together these past few weeks whereas Penn State has not. So I like Michigan to get the win against Penn State and to move on in their uh, in their quest to beat Ohio State, which is which should be their goal right now. But if you're Michigan, you have to not look ahead to that. You've got to face the challenge at hand, which is Penn State. So give me the Wolverines.
0: I agree. I'm not accusing them of looking ahead at all. I'm just saying in my mind they're a bit overranked. I wouldn't keep them at that five spot. But it is what it is right now. Michigan is in the driver's seat for the playoffs in the Big Ten right now. And I think that they get the win this week and just even bolstering more their argument. We got a matchup coming up later. I got a question about this Michigan team resulting in a one versus three matchup that we got coming up here. And what would happen with a Michigan win in one of those losses guaranteed. All right, then moving on then to 345. We got the Boston College Eagles ranked facing the Virginia Tech Hokies. Pokies did not live up to my expectations. Boston, I don't think they
1: lived up to anybody's. But Boston College is sneakily sits <clears> in two. Yeah, off the off the back of AJ Dillon. Um God, this is gonna be a good game.
0: I I I don't it's gonna be a good game. Boston College is only favored by two, but in my mind, just right now, with the loss of Josh Jackson, the offense
1: sputtering for Virginia Tech, I think Boston College is the superior team. I do too, but the only thing you have to worry about with BC is that they're not looking ahead to that big matchup next week against Clemson. Yeah,
0: this is a potential trap game, if It is, will.
1: for sure. Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles. You're going to go
0: with the Eagles? I yeah. agree. I feel like overall, even though it's in Lane Stadium, I don't think that the crowd's going to be too much of a factor here. I think uh, Boston College— It's a 345,
1: College, and Virginia Tech doesn't have— it. It's a ranked game, and it's an opportunity for a big win, but— I mean, I
0: guess they're 3-1 right now, and they control their own destiny when it comes to the ACC. Yeah, but— You also have Virginia
1: to worry about. Yes, exactly. Which I think in my mind is leagues above Virginia Tech right now.
0: But gimme B C for the win.
1: Moving on now to four o'clock, some SEC action. Missouri taking on the Gators in the swamp.
0: Florida being six and two and ranked above UCF in my mind is a crime.
1: Yeah. I mean they're one spot. I I, 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 Florida's going to beat Missouri. They are. Uh, but Florida, I don't think, is deserving of that 11 rank. Not at all. Um, they are
0: not, but, in my mind, one win away from being a top 10 team going forward. Yeah. Going back, if they didn't lose one of those games, yeah, of course. But going forward, being a two-loss team, they don't deserve to be so close to the top 10. They yeah, don't. but,
1: I mean, it, either way, my, my whole thing is it's not going to matter in the end because it's the top four that matter and Florida isn't going to be in that, so... Mm-hmm. Now that the, the rankings, to me, aren't as important now outside of the top four, now that the committee's in session. I'd say
0: outside of the top seven.
1: Yeah, but either way, uh, Florida with the win here. Florida with the win. I agree. I just don't think Missouri's
0: going to bolster off enough to beat the Gators. Florida looked impressively on defense against Georgia last they week. They did a lot of great goal line stands there, and they have a great defensive line. All right, then. Moving on to 4 o'clock here, we got Utah, number 15, facing the Arizona State Sun Devils on the road. Arizona State completely dismantling and embarrassing USC
1: last week. Great win for Herm Edwards in his inaugural season. Utah is a slight favorite in this matchup. Um, I'm going to go with Utah. Um, I don't think the environment's right for Herm Edwards to pull another upset. Uh, You got four o'clock. The time zone, there's not any Mm -hmm. difference between that, so there's no issues with jet lag for Utah. Mm -hmm. So give me the Utes. Give me the
0: Arizona State Sun Devils in an upset of Pac-12 before dark. So, <laughs> it's going to be like, what, a 1 o'clock game? Maybe mm-hmm. a 2 o'clock game, whatever. Um, Yeah, early game for them. Arizona State, I think, has the momentum right now. I think that overall they're the better offense than Utah, and Utah has a tendency to disappoint where they should win. Yeah. So, give me Arizona State for the surprising, in quotation, win here.
1: Moving on now, seven We've got number four, Notre Dame, taking on Northwestern. Notre Dame is the number four team in the nation. This is the most difficult game left on Notre Dame's schedule.
0: Besides Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has a tendency to beat number two teams when it doesn't matter. They already played Pitt. Did they? Ah, well there goes that. Um, this is the toughest remaining game then, really, for Notre Dame. They've got what? They've got Northwestern, FSU, Syracuse? Syracuse maybe. Syracuse oh, yeah, on the yeah. road.
1: Syracuse might be it. But it's a two thirty game.
0: Well, Well, it doesn't matter because the dome encapsulates all the noise anyway, right? They're so, not at
1: Syracuse, though.
0: It's versus. Man, Notre Dame has no real like thing going against them. They're going to coast to twelve and zero, aren't they?
1: No, they're going to lose this game.
0: You think? Mm-hmm. You're North giving West, Northwestern. Northwestern's going to beat them. Five and three. Mm-hmm. Leader right now in their division of the Big Ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Northwestern's going to beat them. That's your official pick. Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see it. Ian Book has turned this program around. Ian Book has turned this program. You around You can't Notre convince
1: Dame. me that Notre Dame's a top four team.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I want to try with the intensity you're looking at me with. <laughs> you cannot
1: convince me that Notre Dame's a p- top 14. You can't beat Ball State, Vandy, and Pitt by a combined 18 points and tell me that you're a top 14. On average, that's almost a touchdown. <laughs> I don't care. My point is Notre Dame...
0: It, they're just not, I, I'm just, they're just not, not sold. You're not sold. They're
1: good. They're top 10. But, but I top don't top think they're top You don't top think four. that
0: they deserve this streamlined to the playoff
1: that they have right now? No. I personally believe that if you don't join a conference, you shouldn't be allowed to be in the playoff. But that's that's, 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 that's a whole yeah, another that's, bag. That's, you're right. We're not going to open it. <laughs> However, I just off of watching Notre Dame, they play well, yes, but I haven't seen enough from them to be convinced they they eke out wins in games that they should blow teams out of the water. You're right, you're right, that is absolutely correct. Their biggest win of the season is against a Michigan team that was clearly a different team now than they were week one.
0: Yes, that is correct. And
1: that's something the committee is going to take into effect, too, when they decide Michigan's fate at the end of this season. Michigan's a different team right now than they were in week one. They are significantly better. Yes.
0: That is Michigan's lone losses, that Notre Dame team right now, which is number four, which I guess helps them and gives them the reason for being the number five team in the nation.
1: As a Michigan fan, you want Notre Dame to win out. Well, actually, I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I, I Northwestern's a tough team to beat in that four environment. Wins in a row. At, at Northwestern, that's four a, wins in a
0: row. tough game to go into Northwestern at night and win. That's tough. All I know is that strength and conditioning coach has some moves. Yeah. <laughs> Give me Northwestern. I can't. I can't. I can't. That That's not going to be my upset this week. Give me Notre Dame on the road. Close game. Another one of those where you're going to say they don't deserve to be top four because they're going to win by like maybe two on a safety or something game, like that.
1: This game, if. A two-point win here would be better than their wins against Ball State, Pitt, and Vandy. You are heated about Notre Dame. You have not liked them all season. No, I picked (laughs) against them, I think, three weeks in a row. No, I picked against them twice, I think. You picked against them a lot. (laughs) Because they have to lose. They're not good
0: enough. For the sanctity of your mind, what is holy in football you think they deserve to lose? I
1: don't think they deserve to, (laughs) but I, I just don't think they're good enough to make it into the playoff. Either way... If they make it into the playoff, Alabama's just going to slap them. I would love to see it. Like, it'd be ugly. I'd love to see it. Like, Alabama would win by 40.
0: How about a Clemson versus Notre Dame matchup there? Clemson
1: would win by 30.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't. Notre Dame, in my mind, is going to win that game.
1: All right, 730. Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State. How is this a night game? I don't know. Give me the Bulldogs. Which Bulldogs? Oh, my God. (laughs) Mississippi State.
0: I think we're going to have a case of the sad clangas here. Give me Louisiana Tech with a huge upset. Why would you go? Yes. I mean, they're 6-2, and two, but it's Louisiana Tech. Give me La Tech. Give me those Bulldogs. Give me the, what is that, crimson? I don't know what color red that is. Red. Red. Standard red. Crayola red. Give me them. Huge upset here. Nick Fitzgerald just isn't gonna. I, I don't know. But Mississippi State's defense is really good. Sad clangas on Saturday night. Okay. In my mind. All right, then, moving on to the The, big one. Will this be another game of the century? Will it be? For sure it is. One versus three, Alabama going into Death Valley, Louisiana, to face LSU. This game can't be hyped up enough. It cannot be. This is the biggest game of the season. By far, and I think continuing for the rest of the regular season. Unless Michigan and Ohio State continue being... Just continue winning out. I'd argue right.
1: that this is the biggest game in college football since Clemson-Louisville 2016. Regular season. Yes. That was five versus three. This is one versus three. Yeah, this is a massive game. Huge. Um, uh, I'm going to go with my pick outright. Just up front. I'm going to go with the Tide. With Alabama. Yeah.
0: Why so? What makes you think that they are... That good to just outright say Alabama.
1: Quarterback play? (sighs) Joe Burrow isn't bad. Joe Burrow's not bad, but Tua Tungvalu is one of the best quarterbacks that's played college football in a while.
0: Yikes. Tua has a really, really solid chance of getting the Heisman this year. And I think
1: he's deserving of it. Yeah? Yeah. And when your team's good enough to have a Heisman leading quarterback who hasn't seen the field in the fourth quarter, Mm -hmm. that says something about your team.
0: It does. LSU is going
1: to play hard. LSU is going to be close. Uh, I think it's closer than the spread. I don't think Alabama covers. No. Because you've got Death Valley at 8 o'clock behind LSU. Yes. that's no. Regardless of what the spread is, that's no easy win.
0: It's not. It's not.
1: Uh, this is a night game because it's going to be 7 o'clock over there, but even still, it's going to be dark. This is going to come down to the fourth quarter. It, it is going to be is. a close game. Look for big plays by Tua and Jerry Judy late to get it done for the tide.
0: If LSU wants any chance in this game, they, they have will... to
1: strike early and fast.
0: Not just strike early and fast, but they have to. I don't care if you. If if they got to play clean. A... I disagree. I'm like like turnover wise. Turnover wise, yes. I'm saying. You have to play
1: a clean game offensively. In
0: the secondary? If you're 40 down if you're 40 yards down the field, oh, take the PI. You, take the PI. Every single time take that PI if he's going to burn you. Yeah. Trip him up by the shoelaces, take yep. him by the shoulder pads. Horse collar him if you have to. Do not let Tua Tagovailoa burn you for 65 yards. Don't if you're LSU, that's a death sentence because once he gets hot, he continues. We have not seen Tua Tagovailoa get cold, and I think that's going to be the key for LSU is to get him cold. The key for LSU is to hit him. Oh boy, yeah. That guy he gets hit But he doesn't get hit. He doesn't get hit while he's trying to, like, you know, actually, like, get something going. He's never been blindsided. I've not seen this man get blindsided. He's never
1: been rocked. LSU needs to rock him. And they have the men to rock him. They They, do. They do. That's why this is... I'm so excited to watch this game.
0: Alabama has the advantage on the defense. One of the best defenses I've seen Alabama have in a while. Alabama Alabama has has, the advantage all around. They have the advantage on offense. They have one of the best quarterbacks I've seen them have ever. They have one of the best quarterbacks I've seen. They have the head coaching advantage. They have, just overall, all the advantages. And for that reason, I cannot say that they will win. I'm going with the LSU Tigers here in an outright upset of every proportion. LSU, in my mind, they have it at home. They have a hyped-up crowd. Coach O... Like, he's going to get it done. Like, oh my goodness. I, I feel it. In my heart of hearts, this is going to be 2011 LSU versus Alabama, where this is a tight, close game. I just, Maybe a battle of field goals, and LSU has that advantage, because that's Alabama's weakness Yeah, this it year. is. Oh my God. But <laughs> Alabama's just too good. They're too good for their own good, in my mind. Here's how good they are.
1: <laughs> Six games into the season, their punter still could have redshirted.
0: Listen. Listen. LSU has it. I don't know what it is, but in my heart of hearts, I truly believe that LSU has this game won. I feel like this game is going to be closely contested. This one might go to overtime being like a 10-10 to 10 game. Please don't wish that evil upon <laughs> me, Ricky Bobby, because
1: then the com- <laughs> committee is going to have that whole regulation loss thing. Undefeated and- in regulation. No, we're not doing it. Pick one
0: outright. LSU. Overtime. LSU. Okay. Outright in regulation. Touchdown with three minutes left to ice it.
1: LSU in my mind. I think regardless of the outcome of this game, unless it just happens to be a stinker and a blowout, I'm going to be super... Like, this is going to be a good game. I don't care gonna who wins. I'm going to be... I'm going to love it. This one not be disappointing if by... With 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, it's decided. Yeah. Like, if this one doesn't go down to the wire, it'd be a disappointment. Exactly. All right, All right
0: then. Whew, excitement over there. Moving on to a regular matchup. 8 o'clock, Oklahoma on the road to Texas Tech.
1: Yeah. Um... This is a game that Oklahoma could easily lose. Yeah, um, it's a rivalry game at Texas Tech night environment. That's tough. Texas Tech's a good team. Um, but Oklahoma knows that if they want a shot, they can't drop another game. Uh, and I don't think they're going to let it happen. I think Kyler Murray's too darn good. And Texas Tech's defense is is, is too porous for that air attack that Oklahoma brings to the table. Uh, look for a high scoring Big 12 classic shootout. Something, you know, like 42, 35, something like that up there in the air. Uh, but give me the Sooners. I agree. I
0: agree. Wholeheartedly. Every single argument you had right there, I completely agree with. Nothing else I could say on that. Oklahoma should, should get the win here easily.
1: Moving on now to a ten thirty game. Newly ranked 23, Fresno State taking on UNLV.
0: That's the other Crayola Red Bulldogs team we got. So, UNLV is 2-6 and six on the season. Fresno State's 26-point favorites. The committee did it. They, they ranked a Mountain West team. So... I'm gonna am I'm gonna say roll with the hot hand here. Give yeah, Fresno, Fresno State. State. Yeah, for sure, Fresno State. All right, they and that comes to our last game now. Ten forty five, California on the road, facing Washington State. California hot off an upset. That's your pick.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying oh, like, they, oh, they're they coming are. off an upset. Yes,
0: yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are.
1: But Wazoo at night is a beast. They they are. Gardner they're... Minshew is a beast. He's now replaced Travis Etienne on the Heisman watch. Yes. For good reason, Travis Etienne's been slow; hasn't had yeah. a lot of numbers these past two weeks. He's been shut down, so it's fine. even
0: still. Gardner Minshew is in Heightsman conversation.
1: Yeah, uh, as he should be. Look at those numbers; ridiculous 3, 000 over three thousand yards, yards twenty six touchdowns, eight games,
0: three thousand yards. Yeah,
1: that's that's <sighs> incredible. Incredible. Um, Wazoo,
0: Wazoo, eight ranked eight. I thought Pac twelve was dead
1: in the water. The committee proved me wrong. Wazoo needs Oklahoma to lose, and then they need all the chaos that Oklahoma would have needed. They still need a lot. It's not over. Wazoo's
0: best friend is if Alabama goes undefeated. That means that you'd have two two-loss SEC teams battling against a one-loss Washington State. Yeah, that's Washington's be- Washington State's best friend is Alabama going undefeated. Give me Wazoo. A lot of speculation. The committee's gonna have <laughs> gonna have their hands full with that Alabama LSU matchup.
1: If if the top ten. As it is, kind of stays the same. Yes. And these teams continue to win outside of the top ten matchups, obviously, where one has to lose. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a really, really, really fascinating selection process. It is. And
0: a question I had earlier was the what the happens, win. Yeah. What happened? Guaranteed. One versus three. One of those teams has to lose. Even if it's undefeated in regulation, you I think have if, to if, lose. I think
1: if Michigan beats Penn State, they're gonna move into the top four. I think Any if Alabama, they go if, top three? No. If Alabama loses, they're gonna to drop to five. Yes. Alabama will, and Michigan will slide into four. Mm. If LSU loses, LSU's gonna to drop to six or seven, and Michigan will slide up to four. I don't I don't I think Michigan, if they get it done against Penn State, Michigan will wind up at four come Tuesday night when the committee releases their rankings. You know what would really help clear these muddy waters? What a top things? four. Yeah. Be Clemson and LSU. LSU or Alabama or LSU or Alabama. Yeah. Clemson. I do think that if Alabama be if if LSU be, beats Alabama, they're going to number one. Yes, you can't argue that. No, you can't. I, I think Clemson holds it two, regardless of, of yeah. assuming Clemson beats Louisville, Clemson oh, will hold it two, and Notre Dame will hold it four. No, Notre Dame will move. They'll Notre off. Dame will move to three, providing they can get it done against Northwestern. So in that case, let's say the Alabama one in the four are what's
0: if Alabama loses. Who do you put higher? A one loss Alabama or a one loss Michigan who hasn't
1: lost since week one. Oh, one lost Michigan who hasn't lost since week one. They're the team that transformed, and they're better now than they were. Alabama was good, and then they lost a game. They're still great, but the thing is, you look at the, where the loss came. Mm-hmm. Alabama just lost. Michigan hasn't lost since week one, and Michigan just beat Penn State. Oh, man. This is the part of college football that I love. It's just yeah. the speculation and just there, the... There's no reason Ugh. to punish Michigan if Alabama loses this game. Michigan yes. should be the number four team in the country if Alabama loses. Now, I wouldn't be surprised to see Alabama at four. That'd be... I wouldn't, I wouldn't be... If Alabama loses this game, there's a piece of me that really thinks you're going to see LSU, Clemson, Notre Dame, Alabama. Just the same thing, just reshuffled.
0: Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. Just and, the then I, I, and then if and, I... And, oh. mm. This is going to be a fun weekend in the college yeah. football. This is going to be fun. This isn't going to be
1: upset Leighton like the last two have been. No, but there's a lot of interesting ranked games. We've got yes. that Georgia-Kentucky and that Alabama-LSU to keep an eye on. Oh, yeah.
0: Huge Huge mm-hmm. games and then you have a five ranked Michigan facing a top 15 team yeah, in and Penn State. You got State. a lot of
1: division leaders in action too. So, big oh, big, yeah. big big week. Big week. Big week. Well, with that, we're going to wrap it up.
0: Everybody enjoy this week of sports. This week is going to be fun. This one's going to be one that you're going to look back and say this is what really shaped this season, both NFL and college football wise in my mind, this is what it's going to be. But with that, we're going to round it off here um Everybody thank you for listening and um until next time adiós <laughs>